This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. To talk more about the, the Packers, the Bears, the Cubs, the Brewers, Danny Parkins from 670 The Score, the afternoon show down there. McNeil and Parkins program. Danny now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Danny, how you doing? Bill, good to be back on with you, man. I'm doing well, thank you. How about yourself? We're doing really, really well. Give me the lowdown uh, on, have they chosen, is it Mitch Trubisky for sure that's going to be the starter for the Bears? Yes, yes. The, the much-awaited, much-anticipated, hotly-debated decision between Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky was decided upon. Uh, you know, Bill, you've been doing this a long time. Friday evening heading into Labor Day weekend is when it was leaked to the media, which is when you really want to get all of the news out that you're proud and excited right. about. So, uh, yeah, it was a pretty disappointing news dump. Uh, there's a lot of people still rooting for Mitch Trubisky, so it's not even necessarily about that. It's just I think the timing of it shows uh, where the Bears feel like that uh, message is going to be received by the public. How massive of failure has that choice to pick up Mitch Trubisky been? Well, Bill, I don't know if you've heard of Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, but um, it's been a pretty massive failure because uh, the Bears had a chance to draft either of those two quarterbacks, and they traded up from three to two uh, to select a guy who they didn't even pick up a fifth-year option on, whereas uh, Pat Mahomes signed the largest contract in North American sports history. And Deshaun Watson just signed a forty-plus million-dollar average annual value extension. So, uh, yeah, it's been a pretty massive failure. I think that that would be an understatement. Now, the rest of this team, you know, they they appear to have at least gotten better and/or deeper offensively. Their their def their defense is. I would probably say one of the top three, four, five in the National Football League, at least on paper right now. I mean, is that team? Is that where they're kind of laying that anchor that this is what's going to be the best part of this team and that we're just going to try to fortify whatever Mitch can do? Because once you you can't just make the switch to Nick Foles. Once you go to Foles, I think the whole Mitch Trubisky experiment is completely over. That seems to be the prevailing wisdom. Uh, Nick Foles has run – this system, which is a complicated system, with a high degree of success, albeit for a short period of time, but he won a Super Bowl MVP uh, running this system when he replaced Carson Wentz. They brought in John Filippo, who coached Nick Foles in Philadelphia. Uh, they obviously, Matt Nagy coached him when he was the backup in Kansas City. So there's a lot of familiarity between the coaching staff and Nick Foles and Nick Foles and this offensive system. And it feels like when you watch Mitch Trubisky that 
He's just reacting to things a little too slow out there. He's not processing fast enough. He doesn't know the offense quite like the back of his hand like he should at this point as he enters his third year in the system, fourth year uh, in the NFL. So I do think there's a chance that when you go to Nick Foles, the offense will be run more competently. But Nick Foles is average at best. He's nothing spectacular as a quarterback. So he has experience coming off the bench. So I think the idea is – give Mitch one more shot to see if he has mastered the offense in the offseason. And if he hasn't, you put Nick Foles in a situation where he's been successful before, you know, coming in in relief. As for the defense, uh, they should be, like you said, a top five defense in the NFL. Last year when Akeem Hicks got hurt, uh, that really hurt them and their turnovers uh, plummeted. They led the NFL in takeaways two years ago with 36 and they were pedestrian on that front last year, but they were still a top-seven defense in basically every statistical category, uh, even with some bad turnover luck and some bad injury luck. They upgraded from Leonard Floyd to Robert Quinn, who is a double-digit sack guy who you can line up opposite Khalil Mack. So I think that the, the defense should be one of the best in the NFL yet again. Um, what I know Matt Nagy had said uh, a couple of weeks ago in one of his pressers, he said, we're searching for our identity. And I'm thinking, you know, you just said it, that Trubisky's been in this offensive system now for a while. How do you not know what your identity is at this point? Well, I mean, when you don't have a quarterback who you can trust, it brings your identity into question because Matt Nagy, wants to throw to set up the run. It is, this is a West Coast hybrid spread offense. I, I covered the Chiefs in Kansas City before I moved home uh, to Chicago. I was there when the Chiefs hired Andy Reid. I was there when the Chiefs acquired Alex Smith. The Chiefs had a season at the beginning of that time when they threw zero touchdown passes to a wide receiver in a 16-game season. Fast forward four years later, Alex Smith, the guy who aced the Wonderlick test, one of the smartest quarterbacks to ever play in the NFL, known for being a checkdown artist, led the NFL in deep ball passer rating. So this offense does take a while to master. Now, granted, in Kansas City, he had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and a number one pick at left tackle and an all-pro in Mitchell Schwartz at right tackle, all things that the Bears don't have. But the point is, is it does take a while to master this offense, and it's not built to be a power run, I-formation, old-school offense. So right now, I think with Mitch Trubisky in the system, they're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole, hence why they don't have an offensive identity. What is the loss of Eddie Goldman in the middle of that defense? It's massive. I think it's mitigated by the fact that Akeem Hicks is back and healthy, but Eddie Goldman was the, you know, consummate professional, underappreciated, dirty work player who would take on double teams and let the other guys accumulate stats. Uh, when he was there and Akeem Hicks was not, they didn't make any substantive plays, but they were still pretty good uh, against the run. Now, if you would have had him and Akeem Hicks, I think they would have been the best front seven in the NFL. And they're still, don't get me wrong, they're still a top three or four front seven in the NFL. They've got Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith, Danny Trevathan, uh, Akeem Hicks, Bilal Nichols, Roy Robertson Harris. It's a very, very strong front seven, maybe only bested by the Niners. But if you had Eddie Goldman there, you're that much better against the run and 
there's no way you'd be able to double Khalil Mack and Akeem Hex. Uh, so I think that's where the loss is going to be most felt. How's the secondary look? I mean, I know you've got still Kyle Fuller, that first-round draft choice that's back there, Eddie Jackson and company, obviously. Uh, but they uh, they went out in the draft, and they picked up a Jalen Johnson. And give me, the, give me the thoughts on the depth of that secondary. You know, I don't know that any team in the NFL has truly enough depth in their secondary, and it's definitely a question mark for the Bears. Eddie Jackson has the opportunity and the talent to be an all-pro safety. He was the highest-paid safety in the NFL for a little while before that got surpassed uh, this past offseason. They brought in Sean Gibson to play opposite him, which should allow Eddie Jackson to be more of a true roving free safety where he's more of a ball hawk as opposed to needing to go back and forth and play towards the line of scrimmage, which he had to do sometimes last year with Ha Ha Clinton Dix as his safety tandem mate. Uh, but beyond Kyle Fuller and Eddie Jackson and then Tashawn Gibson, like I said, like kind of just the replacement level veteran, Jalon Johnson, as you mentioned, the second round pick uh, out of Utah, very talented, but obviously very inexperienced and coming off of a shoulder injury. And then it's a lot of unproven young guys, Duke Shelley, Buster Screen. Um, so I don't know any team in the NFL that's like, we've got four starting caliber NFL cornerbacks. So the Bears are firmly in that group, but uh, they're definitely very young in the defensive backfield. Talking with Danny Parkins, co-host of the McNeil and Parkins Show on 670 The Square out of Chicago. You can find him at Danny Parkins on Twitter. Danny, before I let you go, uh, Cubs right now, since they got off to that fast start, have been playing kind of sub-500 baseball. Brewers aren't where they thought they would be. And the Cardinals, while they're in second, they really kind of control their own destiny because of all the games that they have remaining. I mean, it's exciting baseball for Chicago Cubs fans right now and White Sox fans for that matter. But uh, talk about this uh, this Cubs team and where they sit right now. Yeah, if it wasn't for the 13-3 and start to the season, the Cubs uh, would be exciting exactly nobody. They are, they are very flawed and very uninspiring. Uh, Ian Happ has a real chance to be a top-five finisher in NL MVP. I think he's got about a 0% chance to win it because of Fernando Tatis Jr., but uh, Anthony Rizzo underperforming, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez woefully underperforming, Wilson Contreras until the calendar turns to September woefully underperforming, Kyle Schwarber playing okay but not great, uh, and those are the big five that they rely on offensively. Jason Hayward and Ian Happ have carried this team offensively, believe it or not. And then the rotation, Yu Darvish is a Cy Young contender, Kyle Hendricks is as solid of a number two pitcher as you could possibly find in baseball. But beyond that, John Lester's been throwing batting practice. Tyler Chatwood and Jose Quintana are hurt. And Alec Mills has been solid, but he's just a guy. There's nothing really special about his stuff. And Craig Kimbrell hasn't regained the closer role. And so that's $16 million a year just wasted. So there's a lot of inexperience in the bullpen. It's just a, it's a very flimsy team that will make the playoffs on the strength of their start and how terrible the rest of the division has been. But once they get there, they'll need to get very hot and play much better baseball than they have the last uh, four to six weeks. Danny, great stuff. Good to talk to you again, my friend. I certainly appreciate you taking some time out and joining us, okay? Bill, anything for you, man. Thank you very much for having me on.
Appreciate it, pal. Talk to you later. There you go. Danny Parkins, co-host of the McNeil and Parkins Show on 670 The Score in Chicago. Find him on Twitter at Danny Parkins. And he joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.